Talk about your tarot reading that's in front of you, or with the major that? arcana. Yeah, it's major only. I also have my minor deck. That's like a that's. Let's just stick with this. <laughs> Wait, you've got the minor separate from the major. Well, I have a different deck that's. Uh, I can't my parcel all deck. That's. But I just that's a flashy one. Like, not a lot of people see a deck that beautiful. I think it's a very beautiful it's very deck. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent, man. The other deck I have is the Druid. It's like the Druid. It's like more of a pagan, uh, foresty theme, which is more my thing. Yeah. But my that that's a beautiful one. My, my deck is all cats. <laughs> Pam's got a cat deck. Yeah, except the one card that's a dog is the devil. Oh, ah, that's so funny. But um, golden retriever and his paws up like he's all like. <laughs> of course you have a cat deck. Of course you have a cat deck. Jonathan, what's your like home deck? The like, writer. What's your go-to? The, the writer. writer the writer weight. Okay. Yeah, I never it's very classic, away from it. very traditional. I wouldn't have picked that for you, but okay. <laughs> I know. I, think be, I mean, there's so many like weird, cool decks. I'm surprised you don't have one of the. I've seen some anime ones that are really fun. Yeah. Uh, or like tiny, fluffy animals, like weird. And the, I've seen little blue blacked out like dolls. Like I, the doll one is really the dead doll like, deck. It's the dead doll deck. Yeah, it's really it's creepy. It's it's such a commitment. <laughs> like okay, that's what I really respect about tarot. Like if you're gonna do the artwork for a tarot deck, that's a lot of fucking work. Yeah. To to capture the symbolism, but yet like jazz it up with uh with cats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, but it totally works for the, for, for me, I'll, I'll show you some of the cards from my deck. It works with the symbolism work. I can read them more easily. So I, I've studied tarot for, my first tarot card reading was 91. 1991, I got my first deck, which was a gift from a friend. So I've been reading for, since high school. So for a long, 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 long time. And even in the late 90s and early 1000s, I'd come up from San Diego with friends here to the city, and we'd do drugs or whatever, and they'd, there was one night, God, I remember it was in Soma, and there was a, a really great DJ or something, and was freaking out. I ended up being down in the smoking room, as I always am, and I just bring out the tarot cards. I start reading tarot cards for everybody because it's just something I do. And people start bringing me beers, and I'm just sitting there, and it's been like hours, and they're giving me drugs, and I'm having there's fun. There's more and more people there's, lined up to get their cards read. And then yeah. this person comes yeah. in, they're like, the DJ's coming in, everybody. The DJ. The DJ, DJ. wants to get the tarot card from the tarot card lady. And they come in and like the DJ says, I guess it was a big fucking deal and it was like a big fucking DJ person. And I was like, I don't know, I'm just reading tarot cards. So I was, you know, but I always want to have, I mean, I've been kind of, I'm a lone wolf. I don't travel in packs. I don't know what parties to go to. If I show up at a party, like I showed up there and I want to be entertaining in some fashion. And this is before I did comedy. So I was just like, all right, I'm going to do a service. I'm just going to post up and I'll just do tarot card readings for people. And so I... But I'd studied the cards. Like when I first started, I, I picked a card a day for 72 days and I like meditated on the card for that day and its meaning. Wow. And I read its meaning and the reverse meaning and all of it and I just meditated on that card. Mm. And so after 72 days, I was like, well, I'm ready to read. Yeah. So I started doing that. You did it right. You did it right. But the, the symbolism on these are really fun because like, so there's a cat and it's like, oh, bowls. So like you're, you're are the being bowls, fed. Are like the pentacles? No, bowls are water. Oh, um, bowl. so, oh, so it's what are the four suits? Bowls. So yeah, there's. So this there's is another. Water. That's another water. There's another bowls, so which would be cups. Cups it's or bowls. Fish-shaped bowls. Most, most adorable. Them, it depends. Most adorable divination on earth. Yeah, wands. I love this wands one because the cat has a, has a, has a little cat wand. Like cat a cat wand. Where, you, where you you know you're fishing for cats. Oh yeah yeah. <laughs> like, the laser, the laser <laughs> pointer so wand. Good. It's like I, uh, I get I get this card all the time. I get the the three of um, swords, 
so I get that a lot. Wow. But aren't they fun? And so it's they're just they're easy to they think this is probably the fool. I just guessed, but this has got to be the fool, right? I don't know what it is. Oh no, no, that's the three of that's the three of wands. Or I can't see. I'm I'm blind. Three Three? of wands. What does that mean? That's more. No, that's the eight. Three of wands. I can't. I can't read from far away. I can't see. I'm blind. Three of wands is gonna be very spiritual. Three blind cats. Well, threes. Threes are great. Blind cats. See how they run. Yeah. So, anyways, this is the crazy cat deck. Crazy cat lady. (laughs) I love it. All right, I'm gonna show you guys my forest. Oh yeah. Druid. Deck. Oh, you've got it all wrapped it's up. It's very silk. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, for, for those, me, the images are just very evocative. For for those who can't see, uh, Will just brought out his tarot cards, which is uh, protected by silk, which is the traditional way to to care for them and keep bad energy out. Do you guys cleanse your cards? Do you ever cleanse them? No. With beer. If I spill beer in my backpack. <laughs> uh, I cleanse them with crystals. I put them in sunlight. There you go. Okay, I got the Ace of Wands. So it's very forest creatures. Oh, I love it. <gasps> Druids, I see. Oh, yes. I yeah. see. Oh, that's great. They're dragons in some point, I bet. Yeah. Let me pull a card real quick. Ooh. The Prince. See, I don't, I don't fuck around with the minor cards. I, I, like literally every time I do a reading for myself, it's all royalty. It's all, and it, what I like about this deck is there's, because some decks it's like the Page of Cups, but this one is the Princess. Like it. There's the Prince, the Princess, the King, and the Queen, and it's young energy, more mature energy, ma- masculine and feminine. It's equal it's not like there's a king and a queen and then two boys two more boys after that yeah it's more like this is the one you just I pulled it. uh yeah the princess of cups would you say you're at a crossroads right now princess of Aren't cups we always you got a crossroads and it's choking the blood to your brain what mm-hmm. give me this card i put see, I, mean, I haven't gotten her lately it's upside down too by the way you pulled it upside <gasps> down so yeah. I hate, sometimes I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I'm not dealing with reverse. No, I never, just not today. I always today. say I just do empirical. Whenever I do readings for other people too, I say, do you want it reversed? Because usually I just do empirical. Yeah. Readings. So yeah. I do, and once we decide at the beginning, that's the decision. So you that's go sure. With yep. Then you don't yep. have to deal with. Yeah, flipping. I like, like empirical ooh. readings. Well, it's upside down to me, but it's right side up to you. So what? Mm. Yeah. It's complicated. It's complicated enough. I do very simple readings. I usually do three cards, past, present, past, future. Past, present, future, sure. Done. You know, if it's like a part, if it's like a more intense situation, I'll go more. But to me, this card is, she's not getting choked. She is surrounded by beautiful trees. and Because that's what I do with these cards. It's like there's a lot of imagery. I usually just say like, I'm more of a container and it's more about like your experience and I'm just here to help guide you so that you don't fuck yourself over yeah. with your own experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they I'm check like, the what blind do you spots. see in the card? What do you see? I just ask people what they see in the card. Oh, wow. And then they're like, oh, I see a beautiful woman. Like to me, I see a beautiful woman. Pam's like, she's getting, or somebody was like, she's getting choked. No, because like, it was, he that. was reading it upside down. So oh. all of the freedom that would represent in the flowing hair yeah, it's very open. Op- yeah, so the opposite of open would be closed. She's yeah. got a big cup. I see her toes, which that's a thing for me. Mm. Um, the toes are very prominent. Like all the drapery yeah. kind of mirrors that it all leads down to her toes. She, her toes are out. Her toes are beautiful. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. 
Tell us to the nose, it's all flowing. <laughs> I mean, that's what that's what cups is about is f- let the water flow. And lo- sure. It's love is usually. But then you're right. The cup part is right up against her throat. So maybe for me, it's like don't choke yourself out by drinking too much. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't drink upside down. Yeah. Also, don't drink upside. The that's true. <laughs> All right, that's the card I pulled. If you guys want to pull a card, go for it. Uh, from well, I from mean, this deck. It, do do a little. Just let me just put put them in front of me, and I'll pick one. And you want me to put put them together? Whatever. Go ahead, pick one. Uh, and I, I bet you it will. Let's see. She's gonna get the three of wands again. That would be a oh, dumbfounded. Nice. What did she nine get? Nine of swords, which nine is and that's really swords. interesting, actually, for me. I always feel so persecuted, and right now with the night sweats, I cannot sleep, and I have. Oof, Oh. It is. I feel. I, I feel definitely. Pers- although that's the interesting thing. I feel. I feel extreme persecution from the outside, but I'm at the end of a journey where I'm actually doing pretty fucking. You good. are. So like you everything's are. working, but I still feel persecuted, which is something that I yep. just need to deal with. One hundred percent. You know what? The haters gonna hate. Haters. That just happens. Yeah. That just happens. You're sitting on. You're sitting on velvet. Yeah. There's like on a gold silk. Set. You Do have I, a gold chariot. Do I built this thing out of passion and it's great, but I still feel persecuted. It's fine. But everyone gets persecuted. Like, I'm poor Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Did you just say poor Miley Cyrus? What's her? Is she in the news now? Like, no, I just don't This historic, bad. historical yeah, persecution like, I, of I Miley Cyrus. Was, I guess this, well, the whole time she was on Hannah Montana, she was doing crazy drugs or something. She was doing like crazy cocaine mm. and, or shrooms. No, she was shrooming all the time and in front of her dad. She's acting with her dad. Yeah. And she was on drugs the whole time. I'm Bella Ray. I'm sorry. Bella Ray, I've been taking mushrooms for five years as Hannah Montana. What you gonna do about it, daddy? <laughs> No, I just like, I mean, poor Miley Cyrus. And then she did the thing. Everyone just demonizes her, but she's doing her thing. Like, whatever. I have no problem with Miley Cyrus. Okay, good. <laughs> None whatsoever. Have you ever seen But I'm a Cheerleader? Yes. Are you getting Natasha, what's her name? Natasha Leon. Natasha Leon. Yeah. But it's, I was just thinking because RuPaul. I'm sure that RuPaul gets, has been demonized their whole life. Yeah, but look at her now. I know. She on top. Mmm. Every drag queen is sucking her dick, literally or figuratively. Get me on your show. It's the only way to make a career. <laughs> yeah, but that the, the I don't get a lot of swords cards. That they're, they're very severe. It's like you got to fucking make a decision. Mm. That's what swords are about for me. It's mm-hmm. like it's gonna go one way or the other. You're gonna be on one side of the sword or the other. Yep. You got something's choose. gonna get cut. Something's getting cut. What are you cutting out? What are yeah. you including? What are you? What are you gonna? What's gonna get cut out, or what are you gonna use the swords to just, cut? Let's pull one other card on top of it, and just I'm gonna go problem solution because I usually do a two card thing where I'm like, that's the problem. Here's the solution. Justice. All right, I'm fine with that. Another big ass sword. Yeah, like but real it's big uh, one. but it's major arcana, and it's that everything I've built is gonna like you know when you maybe it means I'm gonna get those fucking grants I haven't gotten yet. That would be great. That just, would be justice. But it would. But it's like justice. That card is about the things, the work you've done. You get to enjoy the fruits of said labor. And hopefully, it'll be in bed. Uh, 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 Give me that fruit. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Didn't you just have sex right before you I got did, here? I did. Don't be greedy. <laughs> this is great. This is great. You have a scale. 
you have a scale in your hand. You're trying to find balance. You know, when I'm a Libra, and I'm all about, I'm all about balance. Except I suck at it. Equality. Yeah. Well, no, I won't champion mediocrity. But when people do well, man, I'm totally on board. Luke Moore has a new show. I just saw it on the Facebooks. It's Mother's Day at Tiki something at the end of Geary. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking st- I love Luke Moore. I want to go support him, go to his show. Yep. I know he's booked on it. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I, love, I love Luke Moore. I had no idea he was getting a show. That's exciting. That's great. I want other people to get shows. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah, good, great. More things to get booked on, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I've, I'm not interested. I I mean, I guess we're spilling the tea. I tried to kiss Luke Moore once because I was drunk and it was fun. We were in Mark Neuer's garage when he was having his last party or whatever before he had to move out of this place. And I was pretty drunk or whatever. And he was sitting next to me and we were having fun and stuff. And I looked up at him and I was like, hey, you want to make out? And he was like, <laughs> he's like, nah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Luke Moore doesn't like me. But it's fine. I don't, you know. You just wanted to sink your sorrows in a pretty face. Yeah. That's all you wanted. Motherfucker. It was a a soft pass. There's, uh, you've got... kind to me, though. You've got the option right now to uh, fly high with your friends for support, or you're going to get bit by the poisonous spider that's dangerously close Uh, to you. Oh, of course not. I don't even see that. Well... And that's going to determine whether these scales are going to tip or not in your favor, I think. Well, staying away from death is one of my main life goals. <laughs> 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 like that's, I try not to get hit by cars, you know. It happens, but no. you survive <laughs> thanks to your hard work as a gymnast. Ballerina. I was never a gymnast. Oh. My dreams. I can still do handstands. Nice. I see you doing gymnastics all the time. Mm-hmm. You're a renaissance woman, Pam. You do a little bit of everything. Oh yeah, here's a hard plug. Like you mean like at the end of the block? <laughs> no, like no, it's at 29th and Dolores, so I've got I might have to get an Uber. 29th and Dolores. 29th and Dolores. Come see Pam Benjamin. Wait, isn't tonight Asiento? No, tonight is Bar. Oh bar shit. Bar at Dolores. Is tonight where um the winners of the yes. open mic are performing? Yes. Who won? Sam. And, there was one winner and and um, Shelby and Luke Abranches. Fuck yeah, very nice, well deserved. Luke Abranches. Where did you run into Luke Abranches? I know anywhere? his older brother Wyatt Rigato Abranches because he's a comedian in New York. Nice. And his little brother is twelve years old and crushing it. These are crushing. Great. Your yeah, cards have beautiful? very good energy, like like mad energy are flowing out of these. You guys should come to this show. I'll yeah, make so it. Sure. <laughs> I got my rig parked on Bryant of the street, so I got to figure that out. That's a okay. good place to be parked, isn't it? Oh, yeah. After six, I'm good to go. It's already six. Yeah, so. We'll see. Transportation issues. I also got to make a phone call and figure out if, if this is going to Figure like, out your life. Okay, yeah. we should probably end the show so we can all... Go. I can't believe how quick it went. I can't believe how quick it went. That means I had an amazing time with you and Pam Mikula over here. Oh, I'm sorry for crashing the party. You're always welcome, especially when you can fix Fix that that major (laughs) that major echo problem we were having. You're always welcome, (laughs) Jonathan. You're also always welcome. Come crash my show anytime, both of you.
I'm not gonna crash it when there's other pe- guests. No, it's fun. Booked. We have three ways and four G's all the time on this show. One of my favorite shows was when Shelby was here, and then Sam crashed, and then it was me, Sam, Shelby, and Pam all just bantering and whatnot. Oh, it was I fun. Remember that? I don't remember this moment. Then you must not have been, because if Sam was here, you would be remembering it. I wasn't here. You I wasn't here. No, I would remember that. It was like the one day I wouldn't. I wasn't here. We oh, can, no, 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 we no. can roll. He didn't, he didn't actually talk to me. He just crashed in and then left. Yeah. He like came in and was like, blah, blah, blah. He breezed he through. See, now I remember. He must be a, like either an air or a fire sign. Um, His birthday. Well, maybe I shouldn't say it out loud. He's very secretive about it. Oh. Is he an air or fire sign? Can you confirm? All right, I'm going to look it up. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Sorry, Racers Alley. We impinged into your rollover time slot because you didn't come and claim it do you guys usually right after me there's these motorcycle dudes that they talk about motorcycles they play motorcycle music um so we've but they you know they forfeited their slot by not showing up wow we rolled over into their time slot well we went into overtime we went into overtime, and it was worth it man i had a great time me too you know i hope i could come back again i feel like like these two hours went by just in in a blink of an eye so lickety split yeah yeah come back anytime seriously i love unexpected no 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 no, no. i need to be invited all right you're in i'm inviting my you. my ego needs to be invited I'm inviting you every week from here to eternity so there you go you're invited all right thanks for listening everybody i'm gonna send us out i send you out with a message of love i send you out with a message of love. Ooh, here's a good song. Message of love. This is Grown Edit, which is not a good title for a song, but I like the song. Thank you, Jonathan Ortiz. You've been listening to funny people, including Will Brown. That's me. Have a great Thursday, everyone.
make that sun-dried mud and they sell it. <laughs> Entrepreneurial. That's pretty impressive. Pull yourself like up by mud. straps. The mud straps. Wow. Drudgery, mud straps. I didn't know this all connected to some fucking weird shit. Woohoo! It's his first film, first director, you know, he's ever done. The guy came to him and he wanted to do a comedy. Uh, and it was called Bugs. Let me see what it was called. And the guy said, <laughs> My wacky mud bug. Liar. Liar. Funny mud. And he, Von uh, Sternberg said, let's do this instead. And the guy just wanted himself on film. So he said, okay. Yeah, all right. You do have a Von in your name. No help. Ooh, no help wanted. I'm here for the no help that's wanted. I'm here for no help. Uh, okay, now. Uh, in his dreams, he didn't walk alone. So here is the girl, okay? Yes. Reggie picked her up out of the mud, and she's bitter. She's bitter. She hates life. She hates this world. She hates being in the mud. She thinks it's all crap, and that needs to change in her. This is the only time we're going to see this cat. Does it, I'm checking does the cat die.com and uh, doesn't look good. Um, we will see the cat one time. When the cat is trapped in a box, they let him out, and they consider it an omen that they must leave the mud. You'll see. <laughs> if you open a box and a cat came out, the first thing you say is, this yeah. is an omen, I must leave the mud. Leave the mud. <laughs> leave the mud. You thought the cat was in the box. It got out. We got to leave the mud. It's so odd. I would be like, who the fuck's putting kids in boxes? That was pretty normal in 1925. Here's a box. Oh, I hope it's a possum or a cat in there. Now, it's a cat. My lucky day. Oh, we got to go. <laughs> if it was a possum. Okay, now, that is not Paul Brumba. That is a guy called The Brute. And the brute is the heavy, and one of the reasons they leave the mud. Now, here comes something for no reason. For no reason. He can't read Chinese. So, like a dope, he scratches his head. Like, he doesn't know what to order. <laughs> it all looks so good. Right. Just order by the numbers. You know what? I'll tell you what, chef special, huh? Whatever, whatever you recommend. That'd be great. Thank you. I'll be back. Now, we walk away from that sign, and that's it for the whole film. It has nothing to do with anything. It doesn't make sense why they... Okay, look, what's at the top? What do you see at the top, Paul? Help wanted, yeah. This is his big chance. <laughs> Just like a Kafka novel, he's going to climb to the top to get his help. The, the ladder, the ladder. There it is, you guys. I wondered where it was. I never knew where it was. The ladder? The ladder of success. <laughs> right, it was by the docks all along. I remember walking yeah. past that ladder when I was walking past the docks, and I said, oh, there's a former there. It was only years later I realized <laughs> it was not the former. It was the ladder. It was not the former. It was the ladder. It was not the former, but the ladder. That's a brilliant joke. I stepped all over it. Now, Kafka books always has the guy working hard towards a goal, hard towards a goal, hard towards a goal, and then the end, it all gets crapped on. 
and it did all his hard work is for nothing. So that's what I think of when he goes up the ladder. Okay, now here's yeah, the- I think of like some. He probably said, "You know, it'd be great if I shot a movie where this symbolizes employment opportunity." <laughs> so hitting it on the head. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now look, the brute's being nice to the girl, right? Giving her a cigarette. What's he up to? Look at yeah, his grip on her. Look at his hands. But we watched this uh, with my my wife. I'm looking. He's gripping. I, I thought he was the brute, not the creeper. <laughs> now, what is he? He's really not a creeper. He made a pass at a woman. He got rejected, and he leaves. Right? He really didn't break any rules. Yeah. He shouldn't have touched not her. How about that? Why shouldn't he? She would have been thrown out of comedy if it was nowadays. That's right. My wife, my wife mentions he pulls a cigarette out of his pocket and she smokes it. Yeah. That's not phallic. Pretty, it, you think? Uh, no, I think it's pretty un- hygienic, but you know. <laughs> And they must be sturdy cigarettes, because usually they break in my pocket. Okay, now the brute came up to the girl, tried to sleep with her. The girl said, forget it, bub, and he left. So who should come along but the right. boy? And we're going to see, like, kind of the opposite of the brute. Was this scandalous in 1925? I don't know. You were talking about that. how people rioted, and I read that too. But there was nothing. What is scandalous? No, I guess, I guess uh, yeah, I nothing was really. To... I still want to. I still want to say things that I've said before when I've watched the beginning of this movie one time. Well, you should if they were good. Just don't mention your erector set. <laughs> now, what is it? Good. Yeah, that's don't... the right answer, girl. That's the right answer. Now she's not. A oh, good this girl. scene was controversial because it shaves all the women in the theater smoking cigarettes. That's valuable business. So what that scene was supposed to say is the 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 sun has met the mud, right? And the sun believes in the mud that it right. can come out into the sun. And the mud does not believe that. But he just lets the mud believe what it wants. Okay, now here's the child, the child, not the boy. Not the boy. Well, that's confusing. We already had a boy who's an adult. Right. The child innocent, and the world is fresh and new to right. the child. So therefore, the child sees the optimum is it in it. He hasn't tried things and been beaten down before. That's going to inspire the. The child looks really familiar. Oh shit! That's my kid. Holy cow! I'm looking for him. Been at the docks, hanging out with derelicts. When was this filmed? Because if this was on one of my visitation rights days. <laughs> it was 1925. Check the ledger. Yeah, I'm calling the judge. I will have my lawyer call the judge. Listen, back in 1925, it was. Uh, you're littering, in the Pick that up. She absolutely littered. They all did. Well, that's pretty quick. Oh, the drudgery. If I ever do a time travel oh. movie, I'm definitely having going him back going back to the time of smoking when smoking was everywhere on airplanes and office buildings. Yeah. 
You people! You just throw it on the ground? Well, you have like there's matches in this movie where they light them on the, they they strike the match on off the wall, uh-huh. you know. That's cool. Back then, yeah. you can like strike matches off the wall. Yeah, right. You could do it off a dude's forehead. Yeah, I know. Now your boss gets pissed. Yeah, now you're what a world. Yeah, you're like boss. Here, take this. What a matchbook. Yes, please hold the striker <laughs> by your forehead. What? Just for a second. Yeah, just you know, one time I, uh, I stuck matches in my boss's shoe and I lit it on fire and he just did not appreciate it. <laughs> Didn't find the humor in it. I know. In the 80s, you could you just can't do a hot foot nowadays. You can't do a hot foot anymore. <laughs> on, you know, Ugh. the seniority. Okay, so look what the brute is doing. I can hardly watch because I've seen this so many times. It's just beating up a kid, Carl. Oh, it's awful. But the boy doesn't do anything, and that makes the girl pissed off. Coward! You coward! The boy being the young man. Coward. Dude, you just got to accept that that's the boy, that's the girl, and that's the child. Like Adam and Eve and uh, Adam Jr. So what's he doing, Mike? He's just choking a child. Have you seen that back in 1924? What's the boy doing? 25. What's the boy doing? <laughs> he abducts the child. Abducts. <laughs> so he saves the <laughs> child, but he doesn't leave the guy. You see, he's not over his coward all the way yet. Not by a long shot. Oh, yeah, but the guy, here comes the guy. Give me back that child. I wasn't done strangling him. It's true, mister. He was only two-thirds into strangling me. Now, the mud girl, right, she right. she is going to be amused at what happens to the brute, right? But she, So she's going to laugh, and she's going to enjoy her life for two seconds, and then she's going to realize she's enjoying herself and cut it out. Yeah, as, as the goth code goes. Right. You can't smile when you're goth. Goes. Uh. Buster Brown. This would be perfect for like goth preteens to watch. They would absolutely admire her. They would they would adore this movie, The Salvation Hunter. Nope. Look what happens to the brood. He's getting all yucked up with the wet mud. Yeah. Here's mud in your eye. Mud, 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 mud. Well, it was that was mud was on his thigh. Here's mud in your thigh. <laughs> now watch. She's going to be amused by him getting his. She looks up at the people in the control tower. See him? Right, yeah. So like, yeah now she can't smile. Dump it on him. So they swing the dredge over. Oh, so she gives him the okay, and the, the station guys do it. Well, I'm not sure. It's implied, but did she really? I'm not sure. Now, Carl researches these movies for us by watching them numerous times. How many times have you seen The Salvation Hunter so far? This is five, and if you count that time, it's like five and a half. I do. Watch, watch yeah. what happens. He's all muddy. Look, <laughs> she, loves she loves it, and then she goes, wait a minute, I'm emo. Yeah, right. I got The, the safety guys are looking at me. 
Hold on, I'm goth. I'm goth. I better pull it together here. I can't tell if there's mud or crap in my pants. Thanks. <laughs> well, I would take good money to get mud poured on me. Of course it's mud. Okay, now, the child is freed and brought to the girl. It isn't brought back to the girl, right? It, she, it wasn't the girl. They're starting to form a family unit here without knowing that. The Holy Trinity. That's uh, a wrong analogy, Mike. Oh, damn it. Uh, it's nacho cheese, cool ranch, and flaming hot. That right, is Holy Trinity. Exactly. No, it's the nuclear family, but it's important that they're not related. They're people in the mud helping each other out. I, I remember the sitcom based on this movie, Stuck in the Mud. It was adorable. <laughs> You take, one you one take the badge, you have the mud and sun, and then you're glad. What, what, what was they it? say life is like mud. There's mud people and sun people and fun people. <laughs> it's just the muds of life. <laughs> so the boy Now streaming. Hey, girl, why don't we get out of the mud? And she goes, where where there's mud everywhere and he goes nah i can't be that there's mud everywhere come on girl what do you say you me and the kid <laughs> that's what he's acting of course in the silent movie but you know so she rejects him but wait they hear something in the box oh the aforementioned cat i didn't mention four cats just the one cat well, I aforementioned uh, several times. Oh, that's I forgot that you did. Oh, what do you hear, kid? Ooh, possum. I hope it's a possum. Get your fat butt up, lady. Okay, is it going to be well, someone like cat? What do you bet, Paul? Possum or cat? Possum. <laughs> That's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen. Okay, open. Oh, it was a, not a possum. Oh, man. The black right. cat who was trapped in the box. Oh, it was an evil spirit. Leave the dreads. Leave the buries your souls. What loud these placards, man. You go to a silent movie, you just want to see someone sneeze and someone dance. Yeah. And then like the placard the true love. I know I this know I all... going to the movies and they didn't have the placards, they had the black cards, you know, clubs and spades. Oh, and the playing deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was well, like no, I don't know the poster. The, what are those those title cards called? Title cards? Uh, that was their title. <laughs> okay, now, what's happened? The director should have had us, boom, we're on our way, right? They just right. had their inciting incident, let's get out of the mud, let's leave this place. So, let's go, what's going on? Why are we stalling? We're waiting for the guy who's trying to suffocate a cat. You sick right. fuck. 
Okay, so Emo's thinking it over. I'm still waiting for the possum. <laughs> Where's the possum? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I was probably and, so the and so they moved. in the wrong direction. All right, well. They're Very excited. To the perfect place. The perfect place. Out of the mud they come. <laughs> Roger leaves us the thing of the past. Now look how they're getting in a boat. What is this crap? He owns a boat? It's not even their boat. They just saw, saw a boat. Was it? It must be boats floating around back then. Now this. His movie docks in New York and Underworld. It always makes you think that this movie takes place in New York Harbor. Are they boat people? They're not Vietnamese boat people. Right. Okay, now, no. the director says they left the mud to go to the sun, but look at their sun. It's pretty muddy, pretty crappy. This is California? Yeah. Yeah, I always thought it was New York, like he was shooting a film in New York Harbor. It looks, well, okay, let's see where. Uh, it's San Pedro, Chinatown, San Fernando Valley, and Grand Arthur Studios. So that's all Los Angeles kind of area, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, you see, these are bums. <laughs> to us, they might look like, oh, he's an aristocrat. No, no, no. These are the bums. Huh. Was he allowed to shoot bums back then? Well, I don't know about allowed, but he wasn't arrested. <laughs> and interested in continued salvation hunters. This movie bombed on the night. Bombed. People walked out of the... Really? Th <laughs> the actors walked out. He was, it was a horrible embarrassment for everybody. They're all silent actors, so they just, they just emoted when they left. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, this is rugged ruffians, right? One of right. them is a pimp. And uh, he's found a young girl in the city. You know what I mean? Like, obviously in distress. Right, fresh off the boat. Now, the I other guess, yeah. one is like a, just a thug who's there for show and we'll never see him again in the film. So that's the pimp right there? Yeah, that's the pimp, and he's spying a lady. Fresh meat for him to psychologically manipulate. Well, all they're doing is hanging around. Yep. Please sussing him out, what? sussing him out. Now, is this like a block inside a city block? Yeah. It's a street storefront? So, he's alley. walking by, and he goes, Say, do you need a place to stay, my friend? <laughs> oh, that wasn't was so bad. That's quite, that's quite well. So, that, uh... Von Sternberg, right? He had a failure at the box office and he wasn't even a director. He wasn't even a real guy, you know what I mean? So he took yeah. the film to Charlie Chaplin's house 
and he snuck it into the house. I, I don't want to oversell it like sneaking. He put it with the, the, the packages that were coming to the house and left. And so it got into Charlie Chaplin's house. And one day Charlie Chaplin was walking around, you know, that walkie walkie. You don't think he used to do that waddle walk? I can see it right now. Yeah, I can vision right now. And he was spinning an umbrella. So anyway, he just <laughs> happens upon it. And he said, this is an Amazon Prime. Right. Yeah. Right. He's like, this is in my uh, <laughs> month basket. Should I play it? So. Well, he had a studio, right? He could play a projector. Absolutely. Room. He was a movie star. So he, he finds a yeah. piece of film and he goes, hey, guys, what's this, eh? And he goes to his projector and says, go ahead, spin it. Let's see. And they, he watched this film and he loved it. He fell in love with it. Now, he's bringing them to an apartment just out of the goodness of their heart. Here's a place for you nice folks to stay. And look, that's one of his girls. Oh, he's getting her back in the room. It's telling you, man, Rambo Last Blood, he went into one of these uh, hotels and killed all the pimps. Did you see how she he, like, pushed her in that room? Let me tell you something, both yeah. of you guys, Paul, you too. I am always very nice to the help. Oh, yeah, you don't push him into his back. Yeah. It goes a long way. <laughs> I just, I just got a notification that there is, not to break from our subject of this great movie, but I just got notification that uh, there's a new The Edge of Insanity on Facebook. The difference between me and them is uh, they have three exclamation points after their name. Oh, what's going on? <laughs> Doggy dog world. Shut <laughs> down. Shut, Shut him down, down uh, Oh my gosh. Talk him down. Talk him down, folks. Talk him down from off the edge. My name. Them down. So. They have this good fortune of finding a place, but it comes at the the help of a pimp, even though they have no idea that he's a pimp. And if you were watching this film in our day and age, you wouldn't either, because they never have him do anything. It's like an unrule right. of the 20s. We know it's a pimp. You don't got to put it in our face and be improper. Right. We're all wearing suits. We're all gentlemen here. That's right. He doesn't, like, take money and – they don't show us the scene where he takes money and sells a girl. You know, they don't show it. But we all know it. <laughs> well, this is not good. This movie's gone bad. I'm concerned. They're better off in the mud. <laughs> well, the thing is the pimp doesn't get his way. So that's not as bad. Right. The sun wins in this. Oh. See, look at that. It's going to strike a match. Yeah. Know Just light it off your boss's forehead. It's no problem. <laughs> Hiya, boss. How is the papers working? Flick. Lights his cigar. That's so rude. You should light my cigar first. Sorry, boss. 
Say, Bugsy, how about you leave a guy's cigar hanging here? Here you go. Sorry, boss. Sorry, boss. Okay, now, I'm not sure what's going on. It's like he's – the pimp is telling the prostitute, like, don't give me any shit. I'm obviously trying to recruit some new people. Don't fuck up. So I, I have a joke. Uh, it's a Corona joke. Okay. It's an impression. It's my impression of the uh, newsie announcing the coronavirus. The, uh, extra, yeah. extra. Last, last newsie announces headline. <laughs> They're out of there. There's no point. Get out. Stay home. You could do that without Corona. Oh, yeah? Maybe I should. People listen. Get that joke. You could say... All right. Well, I only do it on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I always have to stop and read. Well, I'm confused. The child and the boy throws me off. Basically, what this is saying is that, okay, we've got shelter. That's good, but that's not enough for people. We are starving. Right. Uh, He's pacing back and forth. That's more exercise than I've done in this week. (laughs) uh, In the beginning... um, Paul was saying that he was coming from the three corners of the world or shouting out to him. And I was, he's clearly a, a triangle earther. Right, yeah. No flat earther. Oh, there's a child on this bed all along. Right. Now look at that cute kid. She will try hard not to fall in love with that boy because she's all emo. She's all goth. But, but it's going to be difficult. Yeah, don't smile. Say goth. Well, I think he's uh, sick. I gotta go. So he goes, good night, and he goes out to sleep in the hallway. Isn't that weird? No, it's the gentleman thing to do. It is. Not in this building. 25. I mean, if they were there and not married and in the same room, people would just assume they did it. Right. Especially with a child there. That's like a dead ringer. <laughs> if a child is there, they're definitely – that indicates people – Yeah, they definitely, definitely do it. QED. Do the math. You know, Tell I was thinking if an 8-year-old, right, if an 8-year-old is into kitty porn, you know, what? I mean, I don't know. What? Terrible. Well, all right, so thanks. My corona joke wasn't the worst thing on this podcast. (laughs) But look, it's his contemporary. contemporary. It's the girl at school. We have time to talk. Yeah, crack a window, Carl. Get some air in that room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. This film brings out a lot. Now, why are they salvation hunters? They just want to get away from the drudgery. Right, well, that's they're looking for salvation from the drudgery, quite frankly. Ah. Uh, 
pretty dull. They're hunting for it. This is a lots of hunting around. They colder, colder, warmer. Okay, now wait. You don't miss the drama. She is pissed off that he's out there trying to show that she's not a bad girl. She doesn't care what the world, you know, don't try to help me. She's offended. She's offended. He's saying get a job. I know that's pretty bad. Little beer here. It's so like, oh, forget it. I'm going over to the Pence house. So he starts to sing the blues out there and he's like, every morning she throws him in my face. She throws the wand, adds in my face, get a job. Sha -na -na -na. <laughs> yeah, that's a loser. So he was the creator of Sha Na Na, is what you say. <laughs> it's it's Sha Na in spirit. It's 50 years He had an idea. He said, in 50 years, people will be nostalgic for 30 years from now. I wonder if he was, was a kid in a movie theater and he saw this and so he went home and he was like, na, na, na. hmm, <laughs> what was she trying Find to say? It. Now look, look, Find it. she can't help, right? It's pulling her heart. She's, she's not really fighting it right now. You know what I mean? But like right. it, it's Don't a smile. dent, a put a dent in the armor. Uh, we we assume the kid is a merchant. Is there going to be a scene where the parent shows up to the docks going, have you seen my kid? <laughs> the dredged He's right here. of the kid's parent. Oh, there we go. He's got to look for work again. Hope there's not ladders involved. Another ladder? A Fuck ladder. this work job. Oh, I thought in the city oh. they'd have a few formers. Why can't they put the help wire sign at the bottom rug of the ladder? Right, it would be the former. <laughs> Are you talking to me? No, I'm talking about the ladder. <laughs> I didn't like that ladder. Is this like unemployed guy hangout? Damn it. Well, they, it's like looking for work. Come down here, fill out a paper. Right. Okay, now, the, she's not a very good woman's liver, but it's because it's 1925. Like, for instance, she was like, go save that kid from the brute. You're a coward. You're a coward. But she didn't do it. And there's like, go get work. Now, look how cute the kid is being. She has He's, to laugh. Uh... She has to laugh. No, don't, don't crack. Don't, don't shed your cool. She, she, uh, they're like a family. Well, that's what they're it, like. A family. Yeah. Now you saw when it began. Now we're in the middle. It's for the first time she has some affection yeah. for that boy. That's not really true. She's there, there's been chinks in her armor. Oh, and the bouncing of that couch. That's probably foreshadowing. Of what? He's gonna get humped. Of her new Okay, now, here's Pimp. 
and he's trying to figure out how am yeah. I going to get this girl? Like, I got to get him desperate enough. How am I going to get this girl? Are they drinking from the water? Oh, uh, uh, it is a water fountain in the middle of the street. Yes. San Dimas, California. Strange. Now look, no, but it's interesting that water fountain has other purposes too, including being a fire hydrant. There's like you could shower a little bit, like under your arms and such, wash your face. Well, yeah. Like I mean, you spread. you got to stand in that room. Yeah. Clean up your armpits. Right. Now, why do we see the dredge? Okay, is it to remind us? And there's the brute. I don't know why we see it. I kind of missed the dredge. I asked Joseph that a scene. So this isn't when he was Joseph von Sternberg. He was just Joseph Sternberg. Joey. Joey Sternberg from the neighborhood because he made a dumb choice. Why would he show us the dredge? So he was born in Vienna. They moved to New York like during the whole like Ellis Island thing. And then he moved back to Vienna. And then he moved back to New York, uh, New York After again. After success, he went back to Vienna. He yeah. He to New York and he well, was, he was, he was uh, doing – labor uh and then he bumped into someone he just had a chance to work in film uh let me try to figure that out was it charlie chaplin how did he know charlie chaplin no he didn't at all he didn't at all he took the film and he snuck it into chaplin's house hoping that chaplin would see it and fall in love with it and for some reason that's exactly what happened <laughs> chaplin's a fucking sadist yeah Oh, uh, here we go. Pretty awkward. At least they're six feet away. For some reason, I didn't print it out, but what happened is he was sort of a day laborer person, and he got the opportunity to be a day laborer for something that had to do with film. And he, being around those sets day after day for uh, three months or something, he sort of wormed his way into doing a job. And that's how he started in pictures. Then this guy came to him out of the blue. Okay, so let's see. He had done something. Yeah, he was assistant director and writer for William Neal's movie By Divine Right, 1924. You saw that? No, I think they, they talk a little bit about him getting into the film. Well, that assistant director thing was and writer thing was his only real credit, and this guy wanted to make a movie in which he was the star. So he came to Von, you know, who else is going to talk to him? Hollywood? No. Right. This was actually sort of one of the first independent films, although it was picked up and distributed by Paramount. It was one of I, – I don't – I strike that. I'm not sure, but I'm saying – I'm not sure of the company, but it got into the theaters, you know? So it was like one of the first right. independent films ever made. Huh, not much has changed. Okay, the boy comes home, and what does he say? No job. <clears throat> hmm. No job, eh? Well, if you, if you want to get with me, you better get a J-O-B. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think it's a job. Fuck this. Okay, so he's going to go in to the uh, prostitutes, but what is she doing? She's spying. She's very, very oh, interested in the new tenants. 
and he's watching that through a keyhole. Well, he just wanted to make sure he was right, that she was really listening. Here we go. Open that door boldly. Gotcha! Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was room 212. Now, I'm not sure why he's mad about that. Like, I'm not sure why he... I guess it's sort of like, don't mess this up for me. Something like that. Right. Now, you see, we never know that she's the prostitute, right? We never right. see a money transaction. We never see a pimp hand. We never see, well, we're seeing that now, I guess. We never see gentlemen, right? Right. So he's just a kind of annoying guy, basically. Oh, here we go. Here's dinner. A little sick for you. Single men. He's One third men. You see that? Yeah, most people get a sick of double men. He offered uh, two thirds of double men. I, I think it's more turkey. Now look, uh, as God bless uh, our home. Yes, but it's crooked, the sign. Yeah. The director's being real directory here. He's showing you these people aren't husband and wife and child from them. These are three strangers who are making the best. And it says our home because they're making that happen by a mistake almost, by happenstance. But... It's a crooked sign. They're not there yet. Oh. And that was from 1925. That was a sign of their time. Uh, uh, that's true. That is true. Paul Brumba, this is a dream. Paul, do not think this is reality. He's dreaming it. Are you sure? Well, I mean, the internet. I'm watching. Just, they put it in the trailer, though, to make it look like part of the real uh, life. Yeah. I thought they were, it looked like, um, what's his name, Trudeau, going to a party during college. Well, there is blackface in this, yeah. Oh, is that? That's Trudeau's great-great-grandfather. Wait a second, I think those are African-Americans. I don't think it's... Like, all right. Okay, sure. That sounds socially correct. Okay, well, I think those are, uh, okay, I'm not doing it. <laughs> He's telling a story about, like, life's going to be grand and we're going to get our own place. He's dreaming. He's dreaming. It's his own private dream. But he's talking on the couch, too, isn't he? I'm confused. No, they're falling asleep on the couch. He's dreaming. Uh -huh. Wait, are you telling me this is a dream? I'm not saying it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Right this way. Wait, He's sleepwalking. He's telling a story. Yes. Okay. And we're, talking, and we're telling a story. Look, I, I swear to God, in the script breakdown, sort of like the Cliff's Notes or something, they call this part the dream. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry. 
Yeah. Now, the boy's hungry, right? What a pain in the ass, this kid, right? <laughs> now, what could they do to get food? What do you think, Paul? Uh, rob a bank. That, okay. They still, they still okay. have that pot. They still have... Right? So I'm thinking they can cook it. All right, let me put that on the blackboard. They could rob a bank. Who else? Show of hands. Let me see. What could they do? <laughs> I was... They rob a chewing gum vending machine and get more gum. Okay, okay. Good one, Michael. Good one. They rob... Thank let me chalkboard that. Okay. Yeah, that's awkward. First, they have to invent this vending machine, but that's okay. Um, she could sleep with a man for money. Okay, good one, Michael. Good one. Let's write that on the board here. <laughs> I was only thinking. I was thinking that. I didn't say that out loud. Look at the mirror. She just lit the match. Did you see? Yeah. So this is this is in the documentary too. They're saying that it's symbolic. The shard of the mirror and the right. The striking match. It's her her psyche right now. That's right. And she's in despair. Look, she burns herself. Barely. Look how sad oh, she is. Come on. Wow. That's like John Skullnick's sister. <laughs> when when she was singing that song? Yeah, bloody sad. Suicide <laughs> is painless. Suicide is painless. Suicide. Sing a different verse. Like freaked out. Sing a different verse. Yeah, he goes, "Then you don't sing the lyrics." That's the title. He was so furious. I never get all the story. Oh, this guy's horny. Wallflower. Okay, now, I don't really oh, understand this scene. The boy is up to something. Right. And the pimp's like, get out of here, punk. It's, he's pushing him with his pimp hand. Well, the pimp hand is really for the ladies. Oh, well, it's still strong. Speaking of the ladies, he's, he's going down the steps. She's sort of wandering away. She's and maybe it's the pimp wanted his chance to speak with her alone. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. I, I just never understood the plot. Why he got pushed into the room. Like, what does it mean? I don't know. Well, he wants him to stay, you know, stay at home. Hashtag. The thing is that this was supposed huh. to, well... It, they wanted to leave the dredge. They leave the mud. There must be something better somewhere. And so they went to a terrible place. Right. This is when I think he's going to went... from Carnarcy. So you would say back in 1925, audiences were like standing up in their seats saying, what is this shit? Well, I don't know why they rioted. It might be the next scene with the gentleman. Um, we only have one star in this whole film. Well, this movie is one star. <laughs> Did Bob vote? Michael. 
Is it Bob Hope? Uh, it's Robin Williams. He'll he'll do anything. The man who was in it, yeah. It's um, it's James Earl Jones, the man who will take any role. It's Tommy Lee Jones, the man who will take any role. It's oh, it's Nick Cage in the Salvation. I'll take <laughs> so, huh. like I say, I don't really know what's going on here. He's alone with the boy. The girl's wandering. Right. The pimp is standing guard. I don't know what's going on. She was thinking about it. She was looking for a sign that said Jesus saves, and she found it, and now she's going home. Jesus saves at ShopRite. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, I think I got funded for that campaign. Look, look, you see his face? You recognize him. He's so famous. He it's always, Will Farrell. He always played villains, okay? And he was also famous as a sculptor. Interesting. Oh, wait. Oh, I know this one. Is it Toby uh, Mobius? I'm not asking you a question. I'm just saying this is the... Oh, his name's Stuart Holmes. <laughs> Stuart Holmes. Oh, allow me to... Oh, Stuart Holmes. Oh, yeah. His name was there. So, look. Obviously, I'm a... he's trying to buy the girl. And right. like, she ain't no hoe. And the girl goes, let him think whatever he wants. So will the girl sell her body for sex? This might be when they rioted. Right. Maybe just, maybe just kind of a leap would be okay. Now look. Obviously, the answer is going to be no. So he's like, gives them money anyway because they're poor. But the boy refuses the money, so they gives it to the kid who says, "Thanks, Mister." Yeah, great. A hundred dollars. Guy jerks off in the hallway. He goes, so did she bang you? No. <laughs> See, he still has the money. I would hide that money quickly. Now, what does he do with the money? He runs away. The boy that, or the child does? Well, not yet. I, I jumped the, oh, yep, there he goes. Yeah, so he gets a new parent. Slid down the stairs. <laughs> That's so dangerous. Splinters in his. That's so ridiculous. Now, she turned down the sex for money. I don't know what's going on here in the scene. Uh, like what's he, he is upset about and what she... Wait, it looks like he bails as a man. She, well, whoa, that was pretty cool. Nice editing. She, she really hates the boy man. Oh, maybe not. Maybe she respects him now. He didn't do anything. I'm not sure. Okay, so it looks like she's softening up to him a little. Like he yeah. was offended. Uh -huh. the, the, 
getting with the offer, the what indecent proposal. He was infend, offended. He's, he's taking him a lot. Oh, meanwhile, the tenth was it? He's hanging out in the other room. Well, he's strategizing. What am I going to do to get this bitch? I like that the positioning of the horns. Yeah. Yeah, symbolic. So he goes. Fraser Crane's brother. I'll take her out to the country and I'll romance her. You never take me out but to the first, country and romance me. Is, is uh, his friend going to move? She's just been standing in place. Well, that's the... Oh, right. She's out there. He goes, well, I can't just take her alone. I guess I'll have to take all you assholes, too. Yeah, right. Huh. Hello. Kramer. <laughs> yeah, right. So, what do you say we go to the country, huh? Now that your child has ran off with prostitute money. <laughs> oh, he's back. Yeah, now look what... I bought the kid. The kid pushes the pimp out of the way. He brought them food and milk. Yeah, that's now, so awesome. We have a funny moment of levity when he has a hard time getting the cap off. Hey, man, uh, I totally empathize. I, I totally... Oh, with that guy. it's a happy well, ending, goes. just like the pornos. Look at that. <laughs> right. Out. He was a genius. He was ahead of his time. So for How some, are we going to end this shot? They take the pimp up on his offer, and they go out to the country. Right here. Well, this is symbolic. Their putt putt mobile. Now this, is, now, this is all painted, right? This is not a real location. This is a, a, a curtain. No, 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 no. They're really in the country right now. Yeah. This is not shot in the studio? This is San Francisco Valley. This is not shot in the studio. Look how they're getting up onto the ledge. That sign is really ironic. The sign is real estate developer saying, buy this plot of land, we'll build you a house. Well, this is great. And this is not a dream, this is real life. This is real life. Oh, this right. is the, the plot of the pimp to romance the girl and get her to be one of his girls. Gotcha. So I don't believe it. he's enlisted his girl to distract the boy. This is as good a place as any to have a picnic. Yeah, just to sit down and not have a picnic. They're starving, I'm Here, sure. I mean, they ate. Hey, let's scheme in this tree. Okay, now... We are going to have creeper moves. Now we're going to have, I mean, you just watch him. He's just lusting after her. When, where's the brute? He's, he, is he going to come back? No. He, he works at the dredge. That's right. That's the mud people. They're sun people now. 
They're not yet. They're on their way. They're like uh, land lovers. They're drying in the sun. So basically, their outing uh, in the country was, let's just drive into a field, park there, and everyone just sort of walk around the field. They don't have a picnic. They don't have a plan. They weren't invited somewhere. This is great. They said, let's just shoot here. All right. Roll them. Roll them. Why would they be? Oh, all right. Never mind. It's, it's the house. Now you lean against a tree. Good. Roll them. <laughs> Roll them. Is... Uh, we need to check continuity. Is this the uh, same tree? No? Okay. Roll them. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You Go wanted ahead. a film in which you're the star. You got it. Roll them. Yeah, you lay Roll in the dirt here. Lay in the dirt. He he did a lot of work that just never got released too. Like they just said, "Nah, we're not gonna do it." Ah, really? The lost episode. But after these movies, he he kind of boomed. Like people know him. I know him because it's, this is one of those movies where it's he's a great director, and we find the worst film possible, and that's right. the film we watch. <laughs> that's he's, your show, man. He's, yeah, like we did that with Billy Wilder. We watched Kiss Me Stupid. We've done that with a lot of directors that oh, are, yeah, make good movies. And, I love but, that film. That film yeah, was fun. But it, it? Yeah. Not Tony Bennett, well, was it? Dean Martin playing Dino. Yeah, right. Dino. Yeah. <laughs> Trying Dean to Martin the playing wife. Dino. Yeah. No, Dean Martin. Dean Martin. It was from the 60s. Okay. Well, basically, they wrote into town, and Dean Martin is a famous singer, and these guys write songs. And so they're like, let him try to sleep with your wife. Maybe he'll like our songs. Yeah, great movie. Okay, now the man's going to make his move, right? But the boy wants the, the child wants the attention of the girl. Well, the pimp will have none of that. He's busy right now. Go away, kid. You bother me. Right. Go away, kid. You watch. He kicks him. Whoa, he pulled Wow, that kid's pretty Wow, he really, he loves being, that kid loves to kick his feet up a lot in this movie. Right, he always picks the wrong men. Now look, this is what happened with oh. the brute. So the coward is ready. The boy is ready oh, to stop. He's doing something. Damn it. I'm doing something. But remember how he did not beat up the brute? Right. He kind of just grabbed the kid and, and, and wandered off. Right. Let's see what he does this time. He's going to face up to Gee, mister. I say, good man, that's no way... What are you, a ruffian? <laughs> I'm no coward. Oh boy, how are they going to get a ride home? Now once again, the girl who's so judgy, she doesn't help and grab the, you know, hit the no. guy over the head. And maybe that's just cultural. This is bad. not supposed to. See, the problem is that the pimp is to ride home, so if he beats the shit out of them, how's he going to get back? <laughs> they figured that out. Yeah, you could ride home. 
Yeah. You'll see. I like how one guy's wearing a white shirt and one guy's wearing a black shirt. Right, but our hero is in black. Yeah, and the villain is dressed in white. Yeah. Now look, he's just not backing down. I'm going to beat the living shit out of you. Pow! Crack! Now what do these cowards do? They run away! <laughs> Face down in the mud! Well, this is one big hill. Yeah. Now look. He's a Frady cat. Oh, yeah. Here, you get back or you. Crack. Ouch. Pow. Looks like the pimp gloves on the other hand. <laughs> oh, how symbolic. Right by the sign. Man was only the victim. The boy was not beating him. He was conquering the harbor, the city, the mud, all the forces that had held him down, and most of his own cowardly self. Okay, if if you say so. Right. He wasn't. He wasn't. I thought he was beating up the guy, but he was beating yeah. up everything in life that held him back. You could show it in special effects, or you could just be cheap and have a title card. Black right. card. It's not a title card. It's the real estate sign. Oh. The final wallop. He's going to fall off the cliff. Oh, he's going to be thrown off the cliff. He Cliffhanger. His car. Now they got to walk back. Ooh, that must have hurt. Fall into a jalopy like that? Absolutely. Those things, that was the rumbles. They just had a rumble in the rumble seat. <laughs> <laughs> now Von does something here that no other film had ever done. They walk off into the sunset. Huh. Now, what, that's an interesting way to end the movie. Does that mean that the cowboy ones did that too? Like uh because of this, or just a good idea? Just something that you know they made up on their so, own. No, you're right. They were big Voss Stromberg fans. The silent films, not not the ones with Marlena Dietrich. Now look how she, weird too. Look how she's holding his hand, right? Uh, arm, yeah, arm. Right. And she's holding the hand. Yeah, by side, by side. Look, a little kiss, a kiss. Wow, she's falling out. So it isn't our conditions or its environment, it's ourselves. We control our lives, which I hate that message, but there it is. Yeah. You think it's just pandering so people will leave happy? I think it's blaming the victim. I think it's not taking care of poor people and then saying to them, come on, it's up to you. Yeah, come on, it's you your fate. Yeah. Yeah, no, Western movies saw that, and they said, let's end in, like, Joseph uh, Steinberg. In 1925, right. Well, that was uh, Joseph von Steinberg's directorial debut in 1925. Carl, what do you think of The Salvation Hunters? I don't know. 
I guess I didn't enjoy it. I mean, it's I say thumbs down, but I think it was good for your show with a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh, man. What about you, uh, Paul? What do you think of uh, this movie we just sat through? Salvation Hunters. Well, I'll tell you, man. I, it's something I wouldn't have probably stuck all the way through. I do feel like I've accomplished something by sticking through. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. glad that I had two uh, film noir geniuses with me, such as yourself, to keep it interesting. Well, thanks. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I don't. I thought it was a slog, okay. but it was interesting. I guess. I don't know. I I, I know. So there's certain things I did like about it. I really did like that um, the costumes. I liked the lighting, even though it was black and white. Um, it was done really well. And uh, right. There's a few things that were really quality. It's just that it just I never heard of a movie about dredging. Yeah. Right. It's dredging. yeah. Right. No, it's the first time. It, it's dreadgery. It's dredgery. <laughs> oh, it's a lot of it. Dredgeful. Well, Dredgeful. I really like the elbows in this movie. I thought that they did the elbows very well. People, you know, they crooked their arms and such. And I like the leaves. Yeah. Like when you saw li- trees and such, the leaves were good. It was a good... Uh... You don't see that much. Right. Part of this, part of these films was good. I, I like the fact that the guy's car was stick. I think that's important. Well, so a lot of positive things we could say about this movie. And now that it's over, we can never talk about it again. Uh, we are done with our movie. We're going to be back next week, uh, next Sunday. I can't find a trailer, Carl, but it is a sequel to a movie we did a couple years ago. Yes. Uh, next week, we're going to be watching Kung Fu Mahjong 2. Right. Uh, because uh, we watched the first one. We really enjoyed it. It's pulled from YouTube, but there's two other sequels. So next week, from 2005, we'll be watching Kung Fu Mahjong. Carl, how can people find you? CarlSucks.com? Correct. And listen, Kung Fu Mahjong was a very fun film. And I would, like, it's a film that I would have watched without our show. And so I'm interested to see what Kung Fu Mahjong 2 is all about. 2005, you had said. Yeah. And if this movie is actually good, then we can't watch it by default. But we'll, we'll take our risk. Maybe it's bad. But I'm looking forward to it, too. I enjoyed the first Paul. one. Paul, where can people I'm find sorry, you? I didn't hear you? Where can they find me? All roads lead back yeah. to paulbrumbaugh.com. You can always look up the Edge of Insanity and download it. Subscribe for free today on your favorite service. Yeah, <clears throat> subscribe to our podcast and subscribe to Paul's podcast. Listen to us uh, consecutively on Sundays on Mutiny Radio. And a big shout out once again, Pam Benjamin, excuse me, station manager, uh, extraordinaire. Uh, thank you for making this thing hum during these times. Thank you guys, audience, for listening. We'll be back next week. Carl, thank you. Paul, thank you. We'll see you soon.
also she would know where just to let people know, Mutiny Radio listeners, this is the podcast of a live Zoom open mic at four in the afternoon here all over the internet. Jordan Long has put it all together. A lot of comedians are all zooming in this very second. You're going to be hearing all the audio of that. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Coming up at 6 o'clock, same thing. Jordan's letting us use his Zoom room. So we'll be doing a joke workshop like we always used to do with everybody talking and giving comments and being respectful and helping each other out in this time of need. But uh, listen to all this fun chatter, and there's going to be an open mic super soon. For Louise and Melanie, and we'll start. That's like when you buy a new picture frame, and it's already a photo inside of it. <laughs> No, that's actually me. <laughs> no, I know, I know it's actually you. That's how, that's how it looks, like a brand new model. Phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, sweet. I'm a model, obviously. Not really. I wonder if people are going to, like, the show up, like, half an hour later because they know their spot is somewhere else. <laughs> I bet you're right. I that's going to be a thing. That's why I come early so I can leave. People are still polite now. I'll probably stay because I'm completely bored. Zoom my cop. <laughs> Puppies, I resort to giving the dogs food from the fridge that I never would give them just to All get right. them inside. Ah, my dog's so stubborn. Uh, Andre wants to go first. Just in that order? Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. So am I second, or how does this work? Yeah, let me just get some late sign-ups first. Mm, awesome. I wore lipstick for this. Better appreciate it. Two more minutes, and then if, if police isn't here, we'll just start. And if I'm coughing, it's not a corona cough. It's because I smoke so much weed. Smoke. So smoke. it's totally, it's completely <laughs> cigarettes and and tons of weed. It has nothing to do with coronavirus. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to get my bomb. Hold on. If you ever get like a bad weed cough, and then people just like. They all freak out. So, um, yeah. four minutes, right? Yeah, let's do four minutes. And then um, the best is if you have your own, like, stopwatch running. That would uh, be good. Because <laughs> it's still awkward to cut people off. But that would be the best. If you don't, I'll cut you off. Oh, you can cut me off. I don't mind. Yeah, that happened yesterday, or the day before I was on a mic, and... They were trying to do a light with spoons or something, but no one could hear it. And people were going on for like seven, eight minutes. And then they're like, oh, did I, did I go forever? It's like, yeah, yeah, you did. All right, Luis is here. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, guys, yeah, you know, we had nothing else to do. So who fucking cares, right? Luis is here, so right, we will exactly. start. So our first three commands all here. Uh, order is in the chat. I'll, I'll post it periodically as people come in. But, uh, all right, we're starting. Oh, wow! <laughs> was me breaking character. Um, how crazy! Uh, does anyone else do a thing where they still like record their sets? <laughs> 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 I feel like I don't know. I 
did that last time just from like muscle memory and then it was just me talking so well we'll see how we do this um some of you just heard me do the exact same jokes an hour ago so i'm gonna do them again uh i think my penis is like the moon because it's been a while since humans have landed on it um where do i want to do these in uh, I think, so, uh, I'm in Hong Kong now, uh, just flew back here, so Hong Kong is where SARS happened, uh, what was that, like, almost 20 years ago, and, uh, it's interesting, because, like, we're, like, prepared for this, you know, like, this is literally the thing that, like, killed, like, so many people in Hong Kong, and now we're here. Um, I'm seeing a lot of my old friends and stuff, and I, uh, it's interesting, in Hong Kong, everyone lives in apartments, you know, so I've never, ever been inside a house until I was, like, 10, and that was, like, a really strange thing for me, <laughs> like, just seeing a house, not an apartment, maybe I should open with jokes, but it's okay. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, it was, like, a strange experience, like, and then, like, there's like a special residential neighborhood where all the houses were. And I remember the first time going there, it was just, it was just crazy. But all right, kind of joke there later. Um, I realized that a lot of, compared to the open mics I normally do, there are a lot more women at these mics. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I think it's because they don't have to deal with men, so. That's the, it's good. I'm very happy for that. Cause sometimes I see like female comics do their bits that like are really funny. If like you're a woman, but it's just all guys being like, boo, boo, stuff. Like <laughs> this is actually a good thing. Um, there's been an increase in attacks against Asians. Set timer for four minutes, 30 seconds. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, light joke. Yeah, that, that's one of those attacks I was talking about. Uh, there's an increase in attacks against Asians because uh, of this thing. I think there's also an increase in people realizing that not all Asians know martial arts. Uh, so, you know, silver lining to everything. Uh, I'm glad there are these open mics to work on our bits because for the longest time I was just going on like those webcam sites and testing my material there. Um, I think it's one thing to make the cam girl laugh, but it's another thing to get one of the guys in the room to stop jerking off and say, LOL. good. <laughs> <laughs> guy is suicidal and like this guy dog helps him walk into traffic a good dog or a bad dog it's a good dog i think the more depressed people are the harder that joke lands um, now's a good time to say it uh, i don't want to think think oh i'm at the i'm 26 which is like the age range where i feel like I'm not sleeping on my friends' couches anymore. Like it's kind of like the transition age where you 
go into like guest rooms and stuff or like book a hotel. Um, no, all right. <laughs> so, okay, let's just get the mic moving. Not to talk to me. Uh, so up next we have John Moskowitz, and then on deck we have Jana Kelly. Uh, what's up? Thank John you for having us, Jordan. Do, everyone hears me? Yeah. Good. All right. Uh, so I'm John, uh, and I just found out that Mary, Kate, and Ashley are twins and not triplets. Uh, I was very confused about that. Uh, I consider myself the Batman of comedy uh, because like Batman, I also am trying to overcome a lack of natural talent using nothing but pure obsession and my parents' financial resources. Actually, uh, I'm more of the Aquaman of comedy because uh, like Aquaman, none of you ever actually want to see me in a movie. <laughs> actually, I'm more of the Captain America of comedy because like Captain America, my story also could have ended in 1940s Germany. Um, I'm having, it's weird because like the world's falling apart, obviously, but I'm happy. Like this is probably the best year of my life personally, uh, which feels really weird. Uh, I think the way the year is working out kind of makes sense based on how I started it. Because uh, actually at New Year's at midnight, a girl actually uh, puked. I actually uh, puked on a girl, and uh, now she's mine. Uh, that's how that works. Uh, I know it's pretty gross, right? But uh, I didn't have to pee, and I had to claim her somehow. Getting very weird feedback there. Uh, I do. I'm now uh, staying with my girlfriend during all of this. Um, and she was like, we were just like lying down, and she was like, you have really sensitive nipples. I was like, aren't nipples supposed to be sensitive? I had no idea. She was like, well, not all guys' nipples are sensitive. I'm just why was that the moment that I got jealous? I was like, who are these men with their masculine nipples that can replace a tire and bring home the bacon? Nipples that will protect you in a fight. I have nice, sweet, sensitive nipples. They'll help you. They'll cry on your shoulder. Um, I feel like I could somehow... Are people have people done act outs on Zoom yet? I could do I could pull a nipple out maybe. This uh, one. Okay. Um, I heard someone say there's like there's never been any pandemic that's really felt like this. That's like isolated people where you just go outside and you might catch a deadly disease. But that was just the world for most of history. If you walked outside, you might die. The idea was like it wasn't news that you're not gonna be like 33. They just like assumed that you weren't gonna make it to a midlife crisis. The news was about tea taxes during the <laughs> times. They didn't care that you weren't gonna grow old enough to like need a like a convertible horse buggy or an overpriced powdered wig or whatever you would do in a midlife <laughs> crisis in the 1800s. Uh, uh, I, uh, I, um, I, up in Brooklyn, never the Brooklyn that people like expect uh, when I am performing in front of people that aren't from New York. People always expect like Mafia Brooklyn or like Biggie Brooklyn, uh, but I'm from an area called Park Slope, and growing up there is kind of like growing up anywhere else, just a little different. 
because we still had bullies. It's just they were named Axel and Jupiter. <laughs> like Jupiter would call you gay, but it was only because his moms were really upset that he was straight. <laughs> and during that time, uh, the uh, it got really. I forgot to set a timer, so please just okay. let me know. You're on my yeah. screen. Um, yeah. Uh, like is it? Fifteen seconds. Just fifteen seconds. seconds. Yeah. Uh, so uh, during the that time, uh, '90s rap got really popular. Uh, so we were just a bunch of these like yuppie kids that sounded like we were Nas or Mob Deep or something. It's like, yo, son. I did not think that I fucked with quinoa, but I fucks with it. All right. Here's the nipple I have. All right. Uh, get up for John's nipple, everybody. It's a live Brooklyn nipple, guys. <laughs> all over. They're all over Brooklyn. Uh, so uh, on deck we have Luis Lopez. But now please direct your attention to Jaina Kelly. Yay! Yay. Yay! Okay, so I'm um, gonna start this on Facebook Live too. Why not? Um, so uh, I've been mentioned, and my friend was like, "Hey, I heard you have a Nintendo Switch. Are you gonna sell it?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> and uh, her, her daughter really wanted it. So now I'm using it as my stand to like, set my stuff up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so have you guys ever heard of uh, Gru? Gru from the oh, yeah. Me? Yeah. Okay. okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> feedback, come on. Um, so <laughs> Gru has this little uh, army and uh, when one of them gets too close to the campfire, um, they actually become a flame mignon. <laughs> and you can have a mini marshmallow. <laughs> it's kind of yellow, so I don't know. But um, anyway, <laughs> so uh, let's see. Have you have you guys heard of the great goddess Athena? Yeah. 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 It's goddess of love, right? I'm trying to get your mind off of this quarantine crap. So, um, the Greek goddess Athena uh, fell in love with a Latin lover, of course, and they get married and have a baby, and they decide to name the baby something um, that's both in her um, realm and his. So they name him Pisa Pan, P-I-T-A Pan. <laughs> Actually, a medic god named Thor. 
and um, he always is on the stupid app, and the app uh, is singing all these people all around the, the universe. At least he keeps it low-key. <laughs> um, so, you know, there's this uh, thing that I used to do. It's called Uber. And I was the driver. Um, <laughs> when it existed in the Bay Area, right? So <laughs> um, I really liked doing it. It was super fun. I could tell my jokes and try them on everybody. Uh, it was super cool. Um, and I'd get paid. All the discussions with the Russians, but they still went ahead and beat all the plan. Now up to the U.S. When people got in the car, I would tell them, hey, um, I had my first baby in this car yesterday. And they're like, really? They're <laughs> 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 like, did you clean the car? Anyway, that's just me. <laughs> All right, well, thank All right, you. Good for everybody. Was that your dog? Uh, that was barking. Your uh, thing, so. I have three dogs, and I'll show you one. Oh. I can't do this otherwise. Oh. 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 There's a punch one, huh? Oh, that's a bad dog. Yeah, there's a the punch one. That's yeah. the one that was being noisy. So I'll All let right. you go. Okay. Thank you. Cool. Thank you, Jaina. Uh, on set, we have Melanie Calabrese. Calabrese, okay. We'll <laughs> pronounce my last name wrong all the time. Oh, you're making so. it Italian, which is awesome. All right, up. <laughs> yes. All right, uh, so let's give it up for hey, Luis Lopez, right. everybody. How am I going to follow a dog? That's tough to do. Those things are cute. All right. I, um, I read that uh, adult coloring books are starting to be a thing, right? People say they're therapeutic. Uh, I think at that point, you should just go to therapy, right? <laughs> if your life is so stressful that you're regressing to coloring inside lines again, you should probably get help, not buy Crayola. Like, get your things together. I think someone addicted to PCP has a better chance of adapting to society than someone with a full coloring book. A full, mm -hmm. dude, you did flip the page one day and say, you know what? Maybe I don't need to color this realistic train. Maybe that's not <laughs> what I need to do right now. Those are the things that should be on your mind. Hold on. Oh, um, I guess parents are getting adult ones to help their kids so they can, you know, get ahead of the curve and help their mental development. I'm glad someone finally found out the secret to success, right? Not a lot of people know this, but Elon Musk could color like a badass when he was three years old. Fifth grade level. It's quite amazing. There we go. All right. This all sucks. Right. I, um... <laughs> I don't have any kids, um, but I wouldn't hit like my imaginary kids, right? I would hit my real ones, but my fake ones, they can be, they'll be safe. I, uh, I know. I don't get how people say like, oh, I don't understand how no, how anybody could hit a child. I'm like, I get it, right? There are people that kill people. You don't think you can throw a toddler for some reason? Totally within <laughs> reason, right? I think it's reasonable because like. A lot, I think a lot of people, like mostly men, right, at one point like fantasize about being like a boxer or like an MMA fighter, right? Like you watch Rocky, you shadow box in the bathroom, you get out of breath, you get embarrassed, you stop, right? But even when you do fantasize about that, you're never losing the fight. 
you know, it's usually pretty unanimous one-sided <laughs> thing. I think that's why they hit their kids. It's just a one-sided <laughs> amateur boxing match. All right. Stuff is moving along. I um, I'm trying to learn Chinese, uh, but it's hard, right? Uh, I think the the hardest part about learning Chinese isn't actually like the characters because like there's tricks to it, right? Like a like house in Chinese looks like a small house, uh, but so does dog, and so does moon. A lot of things look like tiny houses, <laughs> but the letters aren't the hardest thing. <laughs> I think the hardest thing is practicing speaking it, right? Because if you're not Asian and you're practicing Chinese, you just look like an asshole. <laughs> like no one ever sees a white guy walking down the street saying something that sounds Asian and going, oh, that guy knows what he's talking about. No, everyone's like, oh, that guy is racist. That guy should be stopped. That's why I respect white people who can speak Chinese and white people who can get away with saying the N-word, right? Because at both points, they've each had to go, all right, let's try this for real. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't like that one, despite what the people say. Um, kids, that was fine. Learning Chinese, that was fine. Somebody through, uh, through a friend of a friend, right? Like the friend introduced somebody. I think that's really tricky, right? Because I like my friends, but I don't like every part of them. You know, like what part of Greg, what part of his life knows this girl? Is it like Greg that's smart and went to law school or is it Greg that's stupid and in cocaine for five years in law school? Right, like there's different sides to my friends that I wanna know about. But you can usually figure it out, right? Like on the first date, you can figure it out pretty fast. Like, oh, oh, you're fighting with your mom? Oh, that's normal, right? Maybe Greg met you at the library. Who knows? But if it's like, oh, you're fighting with your mom? Oh, no. Oh, you're fist fighting your mom tomorrow? Ah, that's, that's a cocaine relationship I've ever seen. It's right. <laughs> Greg didn't meet you at Barnes & Noble. He met you doing coke and off a dolphin in Miami. Right, All right. Okay. Let's see. That's it. What do I have? Like, oh, am I done? Yeah, you're done. Oh, you. <laughs> 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 oh wait, sorry, buddy. Yeah, dude, Chinese yeah, is like that? impossibly. The hardest part of Chinese is actually all of it. Like, think <laughs> <laughs> about how many like smart Chinese Americans you know that like get into like Harvard and Stanford and all that shit, and a lot of them still can't actually like read and write Chinese. Like, that's how hard it is. When I see like Mexicans who like don't speak Spanish that well, I'm like, dude, like, come on, like Spanish is so easy compared to Chinese. You're slacking. <laughs> um, all right, that's my personal rant. Okay, so uh, on deck we have Seth Chavez, but for now, that's not the right way to introduce. All right, Melanie is next. Hey guys. Up for Melanie. Um, um, I'm Melanie, and uh, hello, hi, Buck. I think that. I could probably be old enough to be your mom, except for Buck. Not old enough yeah. To be your <laughs> so yeah, I'm proud to be here. Um, let's see, I turned uh, Saturday's my birthday. I'm being in quarantine. Yay. I'll be 48. So I happy you know, birthday. Oh, thank you, thank you. The older you get, the more it's like another day, right, Buck? <laughs> so I was going through some crap. You know how you're cleaning in quarantine, and I found my diary. So I, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to 
the Judy Bloom Diary. I don't know if any of you have <laughs> Oh, classic. <laughs> you, know, you know Judy Bloom? <laughs> this was Judy Bloom. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I was pretty, uh, this is 1984. So, this is my inside of my diary. Okay, yeah, look at this. And I crossed off the heart. Not only love, <laughs> never crossed it out. Not only love, never <laughs> I was so sophisticated, and I thought that everybody will want this diary if I were to die in youth. You know, I, I, I left it to somebody if I were to die. Like so far, I'm not dying. So, do you want to hear some uh, 1984? How old was I? 13. Oh my God. 11. To my parents, I leave you this diary if I die before this. <laughs> or to my children, if I ever get any children. I don't know about you. Do you think you want your children's diary if you, you know? What do you think? I, I never had kids. <laughs> Me neither. I'm sorry. I shouldn't assume. I don't it's have okay. kids. My dog wouldn't even want to chew on the study. I never decided. <laughs> yeah. And I said, like, what kid would want their parents or grandparents' diary? I never had kids. My dog doesn't even want to chew this. So only to those people I leave this diary, or else I will haunt you when you die for the rest of your life. See that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it says, let's see. So I would always write Dear Judy like she was listening. I don't know. May 20th, 1984. Dear Judy, yesterday I danced with Ralph Jalot. It was at the YMCA dance. I'm going out with him. You know what it means to go out with somebody in seventh grade? What does that mean? Right? Fingering. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said fingering. Okay, no, no, that was not happening. Um, <laughs> Fred said, if he puts his hands below your belt when you dance with him, he likes you a lot. And guess what? He did that the second time I danced. Just putting his hands beneath my belt, not inside my pants. I was very innocent. Uh, I danced with him, but then he went off and danced with another girl. Oh. I know, I know. I know, Julian. Come on. <laughs> because that's okay though he said that she's a friend he met in the hospital what the hell? you better be in the hospital meeting him and that's about it apparently uh, Ralph met her in the hospital and I understand Judy it's okay for him to have friends in the hospital but if that girl likes you I will kick her ass <laughs> <laughs> Because I love him. Actually, his name is Ralph. Your pal, Melanie Gelati. So real quick, Jordan, just I'll end on this. Yeah. Do I know what happened to Ralph Gelati? What happened? He is the biggest troll on Facebook. Trump's supporter, and I've had to block him. You almost let him grab your pussy. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I didn't even know I had a pussy back then, okay? <laughs> <laughs> at seventh grade, I thought I was just like Barbie, okay? Nothing's there. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. 
Alright, good for Melanie, everybody. Thanks, Thanks, Melanie. Good job. I really like if you are at their homes and just like show like random stuff they have, like this is like the only time <laughs> pop comedy is like okay, you know? This is the only time pop comedy is like, look, look, this is me being cute when I was a kid. Like, this is... <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> if I was on stage, I'd be like a hack, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, on set, we have Gary Hughes. Uh, give it up for Seth Chavez, everybody. Thank you. You can hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, I, uh, I'm from Austin. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's been crazy here. Um, going to the grocery store, like all the vegan shit went first. <laughs> and then That's hilarious. that came to toilet paper. I don't know. If, uh, if there's any coincidence there, but um, yeah. Um, so how lame would it be to just have the regular flu right now? Like right? <laughs> a real idiot. Um, think Dr. Fauci can get it. That adorable little Jewish leprechaun guy that comes out and kisses us. That might sound a little tame for some, you know, this guy, but to us sapiosexuals, that's like the only premium account we need is hearing this guy talk. He's like a Bernie Sanders with a more gravelly voice. Like, you gotta see him. Google it. I'm sure you've already seen him enough, but he's awesome. So I think now's a perfect time for my um, invention idea. Um, I think so. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I think, um, you know, I bet that boyfriends that made their girlfriends get rid of their premium accounts feel really stupid right about now. And, um, but you know that, like, uh, you know, there's at least like one boyfriend that, like, you know, is really struggling right now and he's quarantined with his girlfriend. And, you know, he just, like, I imagine him, like, opening the chest where he, like, hid the webcam, and he picks it up, and he offers it to his girlfriend, he's like, go on, baby, like, you know, we got to do it one last job. Hmm. Do that one more time. Um, you know, I thought it was embarrassing telling my mom I did stand up in front of a live audience. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be very disappointed. Um, I think what's really cool about this open mic is that you can go practice at this one. Unlike a lot of open mics, they, they're very judgmental. 